Have you ever wondered how other agents in your marketplace manage to attract so many buyers to their listings? Or how they consistently manage to get new listings from their current stock? Or how they are currently building their tribe and building their profile in the marketplace so successfully? In today's episode, I give you strategies to learn how to leverage your current portfolio of listings and sales to get the most out of them. Learn how they can deliver you more buyers, build your pipeline of sellers, build your profile and build a tribe of mad raving fans in your marketplace. Welcome to episode 11 of the Build Your Best Life podcast series. I'm your host, Sherry Storer. I'm a sales coach and a hardworking real estate agent. And it's my mantra to build your best life, and I'm doing exactly this. And through this podcast series, you'll learn how you can grow your GCI, your revenue, and your profit by implementing tried and tested systems and structures. You'll learn how you can grow and how you can build your own team, EBU and agencies and how you can truly harness your real estate career to provide you with the wealth and the freedom that you've always dreamt of. So if this is the life that you want to live, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so you get notified every single Tuesday when the episodes go live. Now, if you want to get more listings, sell more properties and build your profile, there are two ways to build traction and income quickly. The first is to work those properties that are currently on the market. And if you're going to do that, I suggest you do it ethically. And the second is to leverage your current listings and results. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. And in fact, all it takes is one property to change your quarter, your year and your career. And leveraging your listings and results is one of the fundamentals in building a celebrity profile. So today I'm going to be sharing my program with you. And as an agent, I personally have been working this system for years and it's proved performance results, not only for me, but also for my coaching clients, seeing them achieve business growth and super quickly. Let's put some context around this. In our industry, we're often indoctrinated to work a service area or a precinct of properties within a locality. And there are many benefits to this, such as less time to travel in between open homes and inspections and having a small area in which you can dominate through personal appearance and marketing. And this service area model, it does work really well as a long-term strategy, but it's not a strategy that gets you results on the board quickly and money in the bank today. Doing street drives and calling neighbourhoods can also be a hit and miss approach. DLs work really well, but it could take 12 to 18 months before you start to get any real traction. And furthermore, you should not use this as your only prospecting strategy to have in place. Now, cold calling the neighbourhood in the hope that A, someone has a phone that's physically connected to a landline, and B, that they're hoping that they're going to be there to answer, and C, that they want to speak to an agent, and D, that that agent is you, is essentially like looking for a needle in a haystack. If your strategy is to do this, you are essentially hoping to find one contact to add them to the database in the hope that at some point they are going to want to sell and that they have no other relationship with any other agent and that they choose to sell with you. So again, this is a very, very long-term strategy. And again, there's nothing wrong with it, but you are hoping really that you can connect with somebody on the phone. And really, I'm sort of suggesting today that there is a much more effective and other time efficient ways that you can actually use to prospect today. So what we really need to do is we need to become listing magnets. And culturally and as a whole, you know, society has really moved on from being happy to receive cold calls, especially on the home phone and on the landline. So it's time that as agents, we kind of recognize this. And we need to think more about connecting with people digitally, physically, and through the letterbox. And I'm not saying that there is no place in this business for cold calling. 
But what I do want to encourage you to do is to work smarter, not harder. Track how many listing presentations and how many sales you make from cold calling in the hours that you do make these calls. And if it's not really worth it in your market, then perhaps it's time to pivot and spend more of your time on those activities that do bring you in the listings and the sales. And leveraging listings requires a completely different mindset. It is a process where you embrace all forms of mediums and marketings, move properties from off-market to on-market, and that your dialogue and motivation in your communication revolves around trying to provide quality and helpful information instead of asking solely and wholly for listings. Let me say that again. Your communications revolve around trying to provide quality and helpful information instead of just purely asking for listings. So what we want to do is we want to be a service provider to our marketplace. Not that kind of stereotypical real estate agent who is calling because they only want to sell your house. Change this mindset, work this process, and you'll revolutionize your business. And all it takes is one listing. One listing can change a career. I've seen it over and over again. From the green agent who needs their first listing to the career agent who's had a good break or holiday or has no listings due to fire, floods or COVID to the agent who decides to tackle another segment in their market, whether it be a move to prestige or highly priced homes or apartments or to acreage or to completely relocate and change markets completely or to the agent who is truly ready to turn it up, level up and go pro. From this one listing, it can all explode. And the good news is that I have a free 51 point checklist that gives you a step-by-step -step guide and instructions on how you can leverage your listings right through from the initial onset to sold. And you can find it at my website, just head to sherrystora.com forward slash agent toolkit. So let's look inside this checklist. Essentially, this baby works the process from just listed and off market to launching online, to what to do in the lead up to the auction, to selling under the hammer or what to do if it doesn't, to how to re-engage buyers and the market with the price change, to putting the property under contract, to moving it through to unconditional and exchanged and settled and sold. So it's a pretty big list. <laughs> I'm exhausted just talking about it already, but it's one that I've built after selling over a period for many, many years. And what I love most about this document is that it has tick boxes beside every single task so that you can print it out and put it in each individual property folder and keep track of every activity that has been executed. Checklists are so valuable and we very often see them in agencies and in this industry for completing compliance, but very rarely do we see them for sales. And listing and selling a property, it is a process. There's the front end, the people process, and there's also the behind the scenes, which has a lot to do, and that also is a process. And we want to follow this to ensure that we affect a sale. And it's selling a property that we get paid for. So if you don't already have systems in place for the sale of homes, there's no better time to start than right now. And this 51-point checklist is a process that I follow for every single listing period. My suggestion? is that you start with perhaps 30 or 35 points that are on the list. Once you've implemented these 35 points consistently for the sale of let's say five homes, then level up and start implementing another five points, in total 40 points for the next five sales, and then so on and so forth. And before you know it, you are consistently rocking these 51 points. You're dominating the market, you've built a celebrity profile, You've sold loads and loads of properties, you've got a great stock list, and you've also put some good money in the bank.
So let's break it down. What does this checklist contain? It includes working on your social media, sending text messages, working your newsletters, letters and letterbox drops, and phone calls just to name a few. So let's talk social media. This process contains you working on your social media with posting a selfie video to your channels before launch. And then on that launch, you then post a slideshow, again on your channels, highlighting a special and distinguishing feature about the property to make it stand out from other properties that are listed for sale. Find an angle that people will be interested in. It could be the very, very big backyard for kids to play cricket in or do cartwheels, or it could be that spectacular view with that perfect northeasterly aspect. It also contains doing live tours on Facebook and in Insta stories throughout the property. It also talks about doing a selfie post about how the property sold with the story of the sale. Now, this story of the sale, talk here about how long it, it took to sell or you know, perhaps it took a long time, perhaps it was really short. Talk about the days on market, what people liked about the home and what they didn't. Because this is what people are really looking for in the marketplace. And it's really important to be honest here. As agents, this is what I feel that, that we're kind of missing. People want to know what is working. They want to learn and they want to apply this knowledge to them, their home, their renovations and their investments. After all, real estate is Australia's biggest hobby. But of course, be honourable to both your buyers and your sellers in this communication. After all, they are two groups that absolutely love this property. And of course, my very, very favourite social media post that you should do to leverage your listings and sales is, of course, that sold photo. Next, let's talk about sending text messages. I love bold texting. And if you don't have a service, then you need to get one. It's important to have a personalised bulk text messaging service. So when they receive the text message, it's from your phone number. Now, most CRMs today actually have them. So you can directly connect with your database. But if you don't, there's easy and lots of different companies that do do this. Um, one of the ones that I do use is SMS Global. In this checklist, we send out bulk and personalised text messages to hot buyers and pipeline sellers, letting them know about the property before it hits the market. We send auction reminders and under contract texts that let your inquiries know when the property goes under contract. This is a super powerful message to send as it lets buyers know to stop considering this property, a small but rarely thought of courtesy in our industry. And it lets pipeline sellers know that you've sold the property. And clearly you then demonstrate that you are great at following up clients in a way that most agents don't. I also often use this opportunity to let these inquiries and pipeline sellers know about another similar property, or perhaps to, to come and follow me on my social media if they wanna hear about other properties before they officially launch to the marketplace. Next up, I wanna talk about working your newsletter. And I'm truly surprised by the number of agents and agencies today that are still capturing data and leads at open homes and through the online portals, but it kind of really stops there and that there is no engagement furthermore with these clients. And the simplest way to do so is in the form of a weekly newsletter. Now, this newsletter, I would suggest that you add a coming soon section and also a sold section. Again, let your clients know about a property before it hits the market and once it's sold. You know, tell them the story of the sale and be a true, you know, service provider. Distributing letters to the neighbourhood and absentee owners are a crucial component of building your profile and in selling listing homes. However, Often as time poor agents, we don't value the importance and the impact that a non-generic personality plus well-written and thoughtfully crafted story of the listing, auction and sale has. 
it's often just another thing that we're thinking we have to do on our very long list of things that we have to do. The result of this is often oversight and this oversight damages your personal brand and the agency as the market may then view you as careless and not providing any real value or service to them. So all that time that you and your team spent in terms of putting together these letters, printing them, folding them, stuffing the envelopes, may not only be wasting your money, but it may also be costing you it. Today, the marketplace is tired of super polished real estate agents telling them about another just listed and another sold. They want less egomaniacs and less infomercials. Instead, they're looking for real value and genuine information that is not available online. So keeping owners updated before launch and before the results out in the marketplace is also key. Now, bonus points go here for adding in realness and fun to your letters. I encourage you to step outside the box and show your marketplace your edge, your point of difference, and furthermore, why you are the best agent to a point and why you're worth higher commission fees. And in following this 51 point checklist in this system, you'll send out five letters for every single property that you list, both to the residents and the investors. You'll send a just listed, an auction invite, an under contract, a just sold, and finally a prospecting letter. So even if you only have three listings in your market in a quarter, you would have essentially have sent out 15 letters to the neighborhood. So when you do this, residents will naturally see you as the dominant agent in the area. And as you send out these five letters to the marketplace, it's super important that you not only personalize these letters, but that you mix them up and you use different templates. Because after all, you don't want your marketplace to think that you're generic. <laughs> now, I found that agents don't always have time to put these letters into place. And one of my big decisions that I made when I decided to become a full-time sales coach was that I really wanted to empower agents and provide them with tools and resources and a toolkit that they could then access where they didn't always have the time or the ability to build in themselves. So on my website, sherrystory.com, you'll find some of my letters that I have perfected over the years in addition to some new and exciting ones. Now, if you do decide to, to use these letters, all you need to do is copy and paste them onto your actual company letterhead. But keeping my website, you know, keep checking my website for new additions because I do like to keep things fresh. And what I'm also doing is making sure that I'm updating these templates constantly so that they don't become used by other agents in your marketplace. My killer tips for personalization of these letters are, keep your headlines and your PSs really punchy. Use these to grab attention. If they're good, people will then go on and most likely to read the whole letter. Put the most important sections in bold because if somebody chooses just to scan the letter, they'll pick up on the key important messages. And keep your message to one page. More than that, people probably won't read it. Always have that call to action. Give the reader a clear direction on your next actionable step that they can take to contact you. And talking of which, make sure you include your phone number and your social media tags. Try to sign each and every single letter for that personalized touch. And again, remember to not only letterbox drop these to your local area, but also to post them to any investors. The timing of delivering these letters is absolutely paramount. The just listed letter needs to be delivered prior to a for sale sign being erected or the property being listed online. Host a VIP open for your database, pipeline sellers, and invite the neighbours with your just listed letter. They should then receive another letter inviting them to auction with plenty of notice, and another letter as soon as the property goes under contract. 
And don't worry if the property falls over, it's just another reason to send out another letter and another communication explaining why that property is now back on the market. Now this furthermore is going to build, you know, the market's awareness of you, your transparency and your results. Something that we rarely see from real estate agents today. The sold letter is where you explain what happened through the sales process and welcome the new owners to the neighborhood. Again, tell the story of the sale, how it sold under the hammer with X amount of bidders, or perhaps that it sold quickly to a couple who'd been looking for some time and this was their perfect time and that they came from your database. Tell what it is and tell whatever happened. Tell the story, tell it openly and tell it honestly. And it's only after you know, your market has received these four letters that you should then send a prospecting letter. This builds your credibility and showcases that you are not just communicating with them in order to list their homes for sale right then and there. You are in fact a service provider and you're a professional. You have been working all of this time to sell that property first and foremost. And then once it's sold, you clearly communicate that you need another and this is the perfect time to ask. At each stage, these letters should be followed up with a phone call. This is why it is super important to capture data at opens through inquiries and networking, because you may or may not always have access to this information from PriceFinder or RP Data. And again, the conversation here at each step of the way revolves around trying to provide quality and helpful information instead of asking for listings. Now, there are loads more actions in this checklist, including sending media releases, building relationship with on-site managers for the sale of, of apartments, and you know, asking for editorial opportunities for the listing or sales results with your online and print publications. I hope that today's episode has helped you level up and perhaps get you started in thinking about going pro. Perhaps you need to start restocking and restarting your properties out in the marketplace. And I hope that this will help you dominate that marketplace. And if you want the cheat sheet, again, go to my website, download that 51 point checklist. But on my website is where you'll also find the transcript of this episode today. And you can find that by going to sherrystora.com forward slash the number 11. In next week's episode, we'll be talking about how you can go from zero to absolute hero. I have two incredible real estate agents who have built exceptional real estate businesses. We'll be talking to Jane Caulfield from Fletcher's Canterbury in Melbourne and Karen Chen from Bob Berry Real Estate in Dubbo. Now, we're going to be talking about all things real estate and how you can pick yourself up after having a tough time in the market. We'll be talking about elevating your career and building celebrity profiles all whilst implementing proven sales systems and structures, which they've done in their businesses. If you are keen to build your best life and harness your real estate career, implement proven sales systems and structures, leverage your results, build your own celebrity profile and learn how you can build and grow your own team in EBU whilst making more profit and working less, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you get notified every single Tuesday when the episodes go live. Thanks so much for tuning in.